Now, before we crack into this video that expands on what I covered in the content video, I want you to have a pen and paper ready. Okay, a pen and paper or a virtual notepad on your computer, something to write things down with. Okay, have that ready right now. Okay, because what you're going to see here is some content, of course, but I'm also going to be asking you different questions. Okay, different questions that are going to help you hone in on what your purpose may be. And it's very easy to hear these questions and just kind of vaguely mentally think about it. Don't do that. Okay, instead of just keeping things vague, very general, very mental, make them real, make them precise. And the way you do this is by writing your answers down. Okay, so write them down and even feel free to pause the video in between the questions and take as much time as you need to write it all down. Okay, make sure you have this ready now and enjoy. I also start with some misconceptions with um, your purpose because um, this is pretty big, especially nowadays with all the videos online. Uh, you know, we're kind of conditioned to believe that purpose is a magic pill, for real. Like probably even right now, you're like, he's gonna teach me how to find my purpose? <gasps> the solution to all of my problems, for real. Like we think it's the magic pill. Um, as soon as we have it, our life will change. As soon as we have it, we'll enjoy every second of our days, every second of our work, every second we're on our fucking purpose, and the answer is no. Okay, and this is what causes a lot of dabbling, by the way, is like you'll try something, and then you'll have a bad day. And you're like, well, I had a bad day. I guess this is not my purpose. Let's find something else. Or you try something and you're excited for a while and then that excitement kind of dies. You're like, oh, I'm kind of over this, I guess it's not my purpose. And you look for that, again, miracle cure where you just are excited and passionate all the fucking time. And the answer is, that'll never happen. Why you're in the real world. Okay, you bought into a lie if you think as soon as you find your purpose, everything will be awesome and you're on the fucking magic school bus for the rest of your life. No, okay. Um, will you still have bad days? Fuck yeah. Will you still have days where you just don't wanna do shit? Fuck yeah. Okay, do you think right now I'm excited every single time I come up and speak? No. Yes, or no. <laughs> no, there are times where, to be honest, like I'm a little tired, like I love speaking. This is what turns me on, by the way. This is why I'm at my fucking like flow state, like at my peak. But um, there are times where before I'm just like, uh, give me the option to go speak or just lie in my hotel room bed and like watch, you know, some dumb little show. I would rather just sometimes just lie and just watch the damn show. You know, sometimes you wake her up early, sometimes you go through like long days of work, it's intense as shit. There's a lot of work, okay? And that is the real world. You have to accept it. However, I will tell you this, as soon as you are aligned with, you know, your calling or your purpose, your worst day will top your best day where you're not aligned with it. So your experience of those things will change. Right now, if I'm doing something that's aligned with, you know, my calling, let's just say, and I don't want to do it, it adds that contrast to the calling, but it's a hell of a lot better than doing something I absolutely hate that I'm not drawn towards and have an awesome day doing that, okay? So don't look for that magic pill um, where everything will be awesome, you will still have bad days, but your relationship with those bad days will change, okay? Another thing is that your purpose evolves over time. Usually there'll be, it'll be along, it'll be like the same general direction, but not necessarily the same thing. And this is also what causes us to kind of question what we decide to commit to. We're like, well, am I sure it's just this, like, for the rest of my life? No, it'll probably fucking change. But for right now, if you feel drawn towards it, fucking do it, and then let it change. Let it evolve. Don't just be so stuck on one thing and stop kind of just questioning. Just try something 
and then see where it takes you. Okay, um, people change as well over time. And that also means don't, this is a nuance point with the dabbling. You can either bounce back as you're just looking for that easy magic pill and dabble, or sometimes you actually outgrew that purpose and you're actually drawn towards something else. In which case, don't just hang on to it because you've told yourself in the past, this is my purpose, and you've been reinforcing, this is my purpose for the past like five years. Switch. Common one, guess what? Me right now. For years, success with women. Now, of course, what I teach now is pretty much the same, except instead of saying women, I say life. Um, but when I kind of shifted to the new channel, there was like a new calling. Like that was what I was more drawn towards and what turned me on more than going through the same, okay, so when you meet a girl, da 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 I still love it, but it's just more so in this direction. So same general theme, different direction. Allow it to change. Don't just hang on to one thing. And don't just look for one specific thing either. When I moved to Los Angeles, someone's asked me, like, well, what was your purpose there? Like, to, to teach success with women? No. When I moved to LA, um, I had no idea, to be honest, what the fuck I was going to do. I was really into music at the time. Like, I played guitar since I was eight, and for... I mean, fuck, my entire childhood through high school, I was like, I want to be a famous musician. That was my dream. And it never worked out. <laughs> no, um, that, was, that was like what I thought was like, okay, this is it. And I had a little band with like a couple friends of mine. We weren't really cool, but I had my little band and we'd compose and that's, that'd be my fucking dream. And uh, when I moved to LA, it, it was me solo. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll try to make this music thing work. But all I knew is that my calling was along the lines of, I need to do something where it's like, there's a self-expression involved. Like artistic expression, self-expression. This is what even drawn me to success with women in the first place. It was the ability to express myself after being stifled pretty much my entire fucking life. Um, so that was the general direction I knew. It's like, okay. Now, I moved to LA, and fortunately I wasn't just stuck on the, I must be famous musician. I knew I need to do something, okay, beneath the famous musician, that touches on creative expressiveness. And guess what? Suddenly, new opportunities emerged, like teaching success with women, that I wouldn't have seen if I was just stuck on music, famous musician. And guess what? Teaching success with women, or even what I'm doing now, does the same thing as the reason I was drawn to being a famous musician. Why? What am I doing now? It's the same as a fucking concert. What is recording the video blogs? The same as recording a song. What is polishing the content, testing it out? Telling it to different people, seeing what clicks, seeing how to tweak it so it really connects with someone on a deep level. Composing the song. Okay, so try to find, let's just say, the purpose beneath the purpose, the general theme, let's just say, because if you're so focused on one specific thing, you will block off other opportunities. Your RAS, your selective focus, just won't hone in on them. Because you'll be like, nope, it's just musician, just musician. General theme. When I moved there, for me, it was like the, the commitment was really... I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. And it's very fucking possible that I'll never make it. However, me never making it, but doing something that, like, following that calling, let's just say, was more, like, more valuable than going the traditional route and doing, as I said before, something I don't really like and having better days at something I don't like. I'd rather have a lifetime of shit doing something I like than a lifetime of, like, awesomeness doing something I don't like. And I was fine with that. And that's something, too, when you commit to it, like, it shouldn't matter if you succeed or not. All that matters is that you're following that path. Another thing that, um, I mean, yeah, causes a lot of, um, you know, resistance is that uh, we're taught to always, you know, keep all doors open or keep your options there. 
you know, never commit to one thing. We're conditioned to believe this. It's like if you commit to one thing, if you put all your eggs in one basket, what if it doesn't turn out good? You're fucked. However, by doing so, we're just kind of scattered everywhere and we never find our purpose because we're, we're never willing to give up anything. There's that fear of commitment, that fear of investing all of your energy into one thing. Okay, and that's something you have to realize within yourself um, if you have it. Okay, fear of commitment. And realize this, there's no such thing as no commitment. If you're not committing, you're still committing to something. You're committing to not committing. Okay, um, there's this quote saying yes to something is saying no to something else. Or saying no to something is saying yes to something else. They go hand in hand. We think, I'll just say, uh, be a people pleaser and agree with everyone. If I agree all the time, it's fine. But no, by agreeing with something, you disagree with something else, with the opposite. Okay, and it's the same here. Not committing, you're still committing to something. Whether you're aware of it or not. Okay, and um, I mean, yeah, that state of like committing to not committing is really hell, because again, you are scattered. You're kind of pulled in two directions or multiple directions at the same time. It's just this painful state to live in. You know, it's like, well, there's this, this, but this, but then they also told me this, but what if I do the wrong one? There's this, and you fear the risk of just picking one. Okay, so kind of sink into that if that's you. Um, sink into that painful state, like, hey, is this working? No. And realize that there is a risk no matter what. If you commit to something or you just don't commit, there's still a risk. So be okay with the risk and jump in. You know, of course, come from a place of inspiration, but until then, jump in and try something. Try committing to just one thing all out, see what happens. Because your purpose, like, the general direction will come from inspiration, but it's through taking action and acting on that purpose that you will polish it, let's just say. Okay, so for example, take um, me, here's a fun one, take me building my dating brand or building my self-help brand. Starting out with the YouTube videos, if you go on any of my dating channels and you look at the first videos, like the first couple to few months, um, they're kind of general and just kind of all over the place. It's like, oh, there's this concept, there's this concept, there's this concept. But what am I doing? Trying out different things. I know the general direction is dating, that's what I want to do, but how do I polish it? Like, how do I really make it me? And you only do that by taking action. I'll try one thing, I'm like, oh, that was a cool delivery, that was a cool idea, it didn't really resonate with me. Um, oh, this thing really clicked, let's build on that. And then, of course, more and more of my <laughs> fucked up humor came into the mix. Uh, <laughs> made it a little bit more mine. Um, but I built that through taking action. I wouldn't have guessed it beforehand. The same with the personal development. If you look at my Julian himself channel on YouTube, the first few videos are very fucking general. It's just general self-help advice, kind of, hey, here's this, 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 this. And then with time, I honed in on something that was unique and that was me. Okay? And that comes through taking action. So don't wait for the perfect layout to happen. Get a feel for the general direction, jump in, and start polishing it. You're free to come up with your own purpose. There are no requirements for this. There are no rules. You know, we think to, uh, we try to ask like, um, you know, what uh, what should I commit to? There is no should. It's more so what you want to commit to. You can add whatever meaning, whatever purpose you fucking want. You know, um, people ask me like, Julian, what's what's your your meaning for life? M me for me, like the meaning of life is that there is no meaning. There's no meaning. There's no point to anything. Now that can be fucking scary as shit. You're like, what? There's no no point. What? No, there's no point. But you know, it could be 
I say, when I say that, you're one step away from like despair. We're like, there's no point, like, you know, or you're one step away from enlightenment. Because if there's no point to anything, that means you can make your own point. You're free. There's not like, there's no should or shouldn'ts. You're like, okay, there's no point. What, what point do I want to make? It's like, yeah, there's no point to anything, but you're here till you die. What kicks in? What are you inspired to do? What would make your time here life fucking awesome? You know? So ask yourself, what do you want to commit to, not what should I commit to? And I guess building on this, we'll jump into some questions that'll help hone in on what it is. What might having a purpose feel like? Okay, as I said, don't get too specific on the thing. It's not like, what would be a good purpose for you? It's, what would that feel like? Tune into the feeling, the general direction. Right now, if you don't have a purpose, you're like, fuck, I need a purpose. Imagine you had it right now. Your dream purpose, your, you found your calling. What would that be like? What would that feel like? Literally, like, sit with it, visualize it. Like, what would having a purpose feel like? What comes up? And then, like, write it down and be specific. What would your life be like? How would you feel right now sitting in this chair knowing I'm on the path and purpose? Fuck yeah, baby. What would that feel like? Would it be joy? Amazing. Would it feel like effort? Effortless? Would it be sad? <laughs> For me personally, I mean, what I wrote down is joy, effortless, and that's huge. Like when you're on your purpose, um, it's like you're drawn towards something. And because it's like your calling, even though objectively you put in a lot of work, it doesn't feel like work. It feels very light, effortless. Um, it tends to be a form of giving or being of service. And this is huge because, as I said, to realize your purpose, it comes after realizing abundance. And because you're in the state of abundance already being complete, there's nothing to take anymore. So whatever kicks in from there has to do with giving or being of service. Like, what's your gift? Okay, um, being alive, being fulfilled, being pulled towards something. Okay, and like write down whatever it is for you. Right now, on your purpose, what kicks in? Then ask yourself, when did you feel that? Whatever you wrote down, what are some instances in your life where you felt those things? What were you doing? What was the context? What was the scenario? Write it down. List out the moments the activities, the things. I mentioned me before. It was always that creative expressiveness. That's really when I felt like, boom, fucking alive. And uh, that feeling, I could even link it back to as a kid. You know, as a kid, when I felt the most alive was like playing toys. <laughs> playing toys like my, my, I have a younger sister and brother. Playing toys and like doing different like storylines or plot lines, like that creative side, like expressing myself in those storylines. That's when I felt the most alive. Drawing. I was always really creative as a kid, like drawing shit. Um, then it was music. And then, of course, now it's public speaking. And even with the teaching side of things, by the way, um, I did a little bit of uh, tutoring when I was in high school for like math, because I was a nerd. Um, and uh, I could always explain things in a much more step-by-step -step way that just clicked with everyone more so than the, how the teacher did it. And that was like a, a unique, like, I guess, skill that I just kind of had and that I just really loved. It's like, oh, here's this complex thing. It's actually this, 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 click. And all those things kind of come together if you think about it with what I'm doing now. Okay, so write out, say, five instances, five activities, five moments you felt this throughout your life. Whatever you wrote down before, what were you doing? Was it, again, it doesn't have to be in the creative side, by the way. It doesn't have to be just like sports. We're not playing fucking 
rugby and foot. No, you don't have rugby. <laughs> football, American football, you know, is this. Or music. We always think creative purpose, not necessarily. Okay. Um, this is something actually Tony Robbins talks about, where he says uh, massive generalization, but it's pretty key. Um, he says you can be an artist, a manager, or an entrepreneur. He, he breaks down like three categories. Again, massive generalization, but this is like your, your currency, let's just say. Are you someone where if you're working on something, you're more in it for the artistic side of it? That's me. You know, if I'm going to make a video and I know putting XYZ in it might get less views from, say, the mainstream, but it's like it's the perfect piece to complete like the art, I'll do that. I'll sacrifice the views for the art. Is that you, where it's all about the artistic side of it? Or are you someone who's more uh, like a manager? In terms of business, do you get maybe more turned on or feel alive when you're putting different systems in place, calculating things, organizing things, combining different pieces in a new way? Or are you someone who likes to just take on stuff from the bottom, like build shit? That's like the entrepreneur. For the entrepreneur, it doesn't matter what business, as long as he's building something. Again, that's just an example, but like, what is it for you? And then write it down. What turns you on? Another question is, if you could do anything, what would you do? This is like the classic question, but sit down and really picture it. If you could do anything right now, there were no limits, uh, you had all the money in the world, all the, you know, all the resources, what would you do? Everything was set for you. You want to start a fucking company, it's like boom, you have all the employees, you have the funds, you have the investors, you have everything, no limits. And this gets you, you know, away from focusing on the how, because we always block ourselves like, well, I want to do this, but no, that's probably not realistic. I mean, how am I ever going to do that? Imagine the how is taken care of. Write it down and try to be precise. What would you do? Don't get focused on the details. Don't get focused on what limits you. No limits. What would you do? And this should help give you a general idea of the theme of your purpose. Now let's build on it. What are you good at? What are your skills? What are your talents? What are your gifts? What are your interests? What are some things that are unique to you that you can offer? Some things that feel effortless to you. And our gifts can sometimes be overlooked because they feel so effortless. We always tend to think, well, it must feel like hard work. No, usually your gifts are just second nature. What are your gifts? What do people say you're good at? If you ask your friends, I'd even recommend asking your friends after this, like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? What are my unique strengths? You're the person who people come to for what? If people compliment you, what do they compliment you about? What are you proud of? What are some of the accomplishments in your life you're really proud of? What are some of the major events or the challenges you went through or the traumas you overcame? Some of the things that really influenced and shaped your life. 
What are the unique things or unique experiences you've had? Something that's unique to you. It could either be used as an example to inspire someone or perhaps a warning. Some of the things for me, success with women, media scandal. Those are things that are like fully unique to me that shaped me. And of course, it's going to come into my teaching. It's going to be a part of my purpose. What about you? What excites you? And this can be perhaps a tough one if you're someone who's rarely excited, in which case you've got to sink into, ooh, why am I rarely excited? Or go even deeper and ask yourself, what were you excited about when you were a kid, before all the limitations kicked in, before you were taught not to be excited? What excited you? What are the things you love to do when you have free time? And there's no right or wrong answer, literally. Whatever comes up, write it down. You can also ask yourself, what are you jealous of or envious of in others? You're like, fuck, I wish I was doing that. Fuck, I wish I had this person's job. Fuck, I wish I was that person. Why and what? And the more specific, the better. Linking back to childhood dreams, who are some people you admire? Who are your heroes? Why do you admire them? What kind of values do they perhaps embody that you admire about them? What do you wish to emulate and why? Another thing you can write down is what you don't want. Sometimes it can be hard, like, what do you want to do? You're like, there's too many possibilities. OK, well, what don't you want to do? Write that down. I'm sure you can come up with a huge list there. <laughs> well, I don't want to do this, don't want to do this. Like, write down all the I don't want to. And then ask yourself, well, what's the opposite of what I don't want? And it'll give you a clear idea on perhaps what you do want. And then a last thing you can do here is, you know, you can do a bit of it now or at home later, uh, is sit down and just write out whatever comes to mind. Like use your imagination, play that game of no limits. No limits, what do you want to do? And just kind of turn your mind off and just write. And you'll be fucking surprised. Sometimes you're like, oh shit, like something will come up. Somewhere to how you win the shower and you're just kind of like derping around and then <gasps> something kicks in. Kind of get into that state and just start writing and then boom, something will kick in. Okay. And uh, this really comes through, by the way, awareness, not thinking. You can't really think your way there. It's more like a general awareness. And then with everything you wrote down, and expand upon this when you get home, see how this can all fit together in a more practical way in the real world, keeping in mind everything we talked about here. Don't get too specific. How can this translate into the real world, into who you are now, what you're doing right now? Or is it aligned with what you're doing right now? And then, um, as I mentioned before, I mean, this was the big one for me. It's that no point to anything. 
If there's no point to anything, Barry's still alive till the day you die, what kicks in? What kicks in? Or what would make your life, like if you died, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, life of no regrets. And then it's developing that authority of yourself or that self-trust to jump in and actually do it. And it sounds really dark, but I kid you not, sitting down and kind of reflecting on the fact that you are going to die is actually really freeing and helps you actually do this shit. Because we act as if we're going to live for fucking ever. You know? I know, it's like, if I only had more time. No, if you had more time, you'd do the same thing. <laughs> so now that you have your answers written down, and I hope you have a lot written down, take some time to go over them again. And even do this a few times. Okay, read through your answers, expand on them, and then use your imagination and perhaps visualize how these could all go together or how these could translate in the real world. And take some time here. Okay, don't try to necessarily mentally think about it. Okay, your purpose comes through awareness. And now you're a lot more aware of some of the things that matter to you. How could you combine them? How could you make your answers reality? And just try something and just keep tweaking it. Okay, and go back to your answers and keep going back to them. Go through the questions again. Okay, this is an extremely useful tool. <sighs> go through your answers and let your purpose come to you.